Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the show, World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Also coming to you live on Sirius XM. I'm Nick Eber. Great to be back with you today uh, as we will look forward to all of the Premier League matches coming up this weekend. And there are some really good ones that we're looking at. Everton-Aston Villa should be a spectacular match. Steven Gerrard, Coutinho, Everton now managerless. All sorts of great stories. Leeds Newcastle, big bottom of the table clash. Man United, West Ham United, very interesting. All sorts of European options at play there. Sorry for the long pause. Arsenal, Burnley, eh, Crystal Palace, Liverpool, yeah, yeah. Chelsea, Tottenham, to really cap it all off. Anyway. We're going to get to all of the matches this weekend. I'm going to talk to you about everything, give you my picks, give you uh, some great odds courtesy of betonline.ag. we got so much to get to. Of course, we're going to look at the transfer window, the news, talk about some of the issues rolling around world football. Great day. Fridays. Love Fridays. It's our patented Premier League pundits preview picks and prognostication show right here. I'm with you each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, and then again, uh, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast on Sports Overnight America. We have a lot to get to today. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. Find me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. And I'd like to welcome to the show and give a big hello to our men and women in uniform around the world listening on the American Forces Network. It's always wonderful to have you with me. And if you're listening on one of our digital platforms, whether that's iHeartRadio, TuneIn, uh, the award-winning SiriusXM app. Great to be with you. Those are some of the topics we will be covering today, as well as an interesting story, by the way, very interesting story about the Premier League looking at some rather unusual betting around an Arsenal game. Let's talk about it all. All right, once again, Twitter me, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, uh, Facebook, Facebook.com, uh, forward slash World Soccer Radio. Antonio Conte complaining also about Tottenham's board. What is new there? Be right back. Let's chat. World Soccer Radio. All right, welcome back. World Soccer Radio. Here on the Sports Byland Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. The Premier League upon us again. By the way, wow. Ha. We have an interesting League Cup final. Uh, Chelsea-Liverpool for the Carabao Cup final. Liverpool putting Arsenal to the sword in the semi-final that was, uh, you know, if you remember, postponed because of some supposed false COVID positive negative. You know, I can't even, can't even keep track of it, to be honest with you. Anyway... Um, that's very interesting. My picks last weekend, if you remember, in the Premier League were not very good. Uh, this weekend, I think I have a better slate of picks for you. And so this is the perfect time for me to wish you a happy new year, courtesy of betonline.ag. Uh, they are the number one spot for all the sports wagering action 
for 2022. New year, new updated desktop and mobile website. Sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, and get yourself started. They got everything you want. Gridiron, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, darts, swimming, Olympic sports, and, of course, all of the football you might want, including the Premier League, the Serie A, La Liga, Ligue 1, the Bundesliga, you name it, they have it all, plus your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the incredible offers available for this year. They're the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. That's right, Bet Online. Bet Online is where the game starts. Don't forget to use promo code uh, BLEAV for 50% bonus on your first deposit. All right, um, some interesting stories. Um, Tottenham. Now, and uh, Tottenham had uh, what I would ha- have had, uh, what I would say, is something of a a revolution under Antonio Conte. I mean, he has done very, very, very good work at Tottenham, including an incredible match that we just had uh, last over over last weekend, where they came back on Wednesday to beat, um, well, last week it was midweek, where they came back to beat Leicester City at three goals to two. They have not lost in the Premier League under Conte. So he has clearly, clearly done the business for them since he came, uh, since he came to uh, Tottenham. And he is now saying... I'm just trying to look at the date that he took over from Nuno Espirito Santo. Uh, like June, June 30th. I think his first match was, hmm, let's see, that was June 30th. So his first match had to be like beginning of July. So let's take a look and see if this is in fact true, shall we? The last match they lost was, uh, yeah, I think that's June, uh, that's about right. Interesting. So he's had an incredible run at the helm. And he's now saying, if you look at where they are, by the way. Yeah, so he came in uh, 2nd of November. Okay, so I'm sorry for the delay. That's what I'm doing. The last match they lost was the 30th of October. That's when Santos was flying. 7th of November, his first match in charge, they had a nil-nil against Everton. They have gone unbeaten since that time. Since match day 11, they played 19 matches. In eight matches in the Premier League, they are unbeaten under Conte. So you think, ah, he kind of knows what he's doing, right? Well, he's going public with some interesting statements. He says, quote, I've made evaluations about the squad, I've spoken with the club, and I hope the club will listen to me. He says he's analyzed the squad in conjunction with Fabio Paratici, who's the uh, director of football. They've taken it to Daniel Levy, and now he's waiting. Why is this so important? Well, it's so important because if you look at where Tottenham are in the table, okay, they are one point behind West Ham in that fourth spot with three games in hand. They have Chelsea this weekend at Stamford Bridge. And I, I tell you what, it's right now, Chelsea's form ain't so hot. 
They've won one game in the last five in the Premier League, coming off a 1-1 away against Brighton. So this is an opportunity right now for Tottenham to leapfrog potentially Man United, who uh, Ham, who are playing Man United at Old Trafford, put some distance to them. Again, keep in mind, Tottenham have two games in hand on United, a game in hand on Arsenal, three games in hand on West Ham United. European football is a supremely real possibility for Tottenham Hotspur. And when I talk about European football, I'm not really talking about the Europa League. I'm talking about Champions League football. So if Conte is going to the board of directors and going public now saying, I've told them what I need, it's now in their hands, that takes the pressure and focuses it in on Patrici and Daniel Levy. The same two guys who have been accused over and over and over again of not doing enough business. And right now, Tottenham have done no business in the transfer market. Supposedly, they had a offer uh, for Wolves for Adama Traore, who's a wonderful player, and a bit of a, a dry patch right now, but a wonderful player, a dominating player. Uh, supposedly, that's been turned down. So I would love to know who's on Conte's list. Daniel Levy knows. Fabio Patrici knows. It's going to be up to them to do something about it. Interesting story. We'll continue to monitor. If he doesn't get what he wants, does that really... I mean, uh, 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 we're going to find out, by the way, just how or if Tottenham are fragile. That's what's going to be interesting. Speaking of fragile, uh, Thomas Tuchel saying his team need to come to work with a different attitude. They're 12 points behind City. They were dominating at the top of the table. They've given it up. They've had a really, really rough, rough patch. Tuchel wants his players to pick themselves up and focus in on the match. And boy, do they have an absolutely massive task ahead of them at home hosting Tottenham this Sunday. A lot rides on this game. A lot more than just the results. This is obviously Tottenham's position in the table. Their opportunity to really start to put some distance between them and the contenders. Chelsea's ability to maintain their action in the title race. Now, keep in mind, they're a point behind Liverpool, but Liverpool have two games in hand on them. And they have a game more than Manchester City, and they're 12 points behind. So, I mean, I, I get what he's saying. I get where he's coming from. He wants his team to stop whining, pick their head up, and get out there and play like they have a shot at being the champions, which we know they don't at this point. Really, at this point, it's going to take something massive, which could happen, by the way, could happen. Going to take something massive to make this a tighter race than, it, than, it, than what looks at this point like a big Manchester City lead. Look, Manchester City are overdue a bit of a blip. The thing with Man City is generally their blips take the form of a draw every now and then as opposed to, you know, uh, a four-game losing streak or, you know, winning one in their last five. So in order for this table to tighten up, Liverpool have to be perfect and Manchester City have to drop points for some silly matches, which they did briefly earlier in the season 
but that has not you know they they <laughs> disabused themselves of that issue pretty bloody quickly to be fair uh right when we come back let's talk a little bit about everton mashiri the owner putting 100 million in fresh capital in after rafa benitez has shown the door uh who is going to take over i don't know rooney saying he's flattered by the way speaking of derby county well they are in the process of being taken over by u.s investment firm carlisle capital very interesting story uh let's talk about that uh all right so much to get to world soccer radio presented by betonline.ag gonna take a break be right back after this Today is going to be the day that they're going to throw it back to you. All right, welcome back. World Soccer Radio, presented by betonline.ag. I'm Nick Eber. Massive game for Watford and Norwich today. Saw Norwich beating Watford at Vicarage Road 3-0 and getting out of the relegation zone. Now, let's put this into just a little bit of perspective, though. Watford have two games in hand on Norwich. Newcastle have two games in hand on Norwich. And at the bottom of the table is Burnley, who have five games in hand on Norwich. Now, they are five points behind Norwich, and Burnley in 17 matches have won one. So, I mean, (laughs) there's a reasonable expectation that they're not kind of going anywhere other than the relegation zone. But a huge, huge result for Norwich City, which who have seen somewhat of a turnaround, similar to what happened back in November when they had that four-game unbeaten streak. Of course, ended in that 3-0 thumping at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium uh, back at the beginning of December. But coming off that 2-0 loss away at West Ham, they beat Everton 2-1 at home. And they beat Watford 3-0 at Vicarage Road. Now, what's shocking here is they actually scored five goals in two matches. Keep in mind, they've only scored 13 goals on the season. Uh, Pardon me. Uh, They had only scored 13 goals. Yes, they've scored 13 goals in the season. Which is the absolute lowest count unless you count Newcastle. But I'm not sure who's counting Newcastle. So, an unlikely turnaround from Eddie Howe at Norwich. Unlikely. And by the way, uh, you'll excuse me, uh, Eddie Howe, of course, not at Norwich. He's at Newcastle. And uh, (laughs) I know they're looking for that. (laughs) They wish they had Eddie Howe, but no. (laughs) They got Dean Smith as manager. Uh, because I'm thinking about Newcastle, because that's the next topic I'm going to here. Well, Norwich are celebrating two wins in a row, and Newcastle coming off two draws, still two precious points when you only have 12. Newcastle have scored 10 goals in 20 games. Norwich have scored 13 goals 
in 20 games. I mean, it is astounding that Norwich are currently sitting in 17th. And Everton, by the way, mm, in 16th. But Everton, again, three games in hand off Norwich. I apologize for the noise here, guys. I'm, my microphone's getting caught up in my in my jacket, so I'll take the jacket off here. The bottom of the table is as fascinating as the top of the table. I wish I could tell you. This is what I know, okay? Burnley have 11.17 matches. They've played five fewer than Norwich. Newcastle have 12 points, one win. They played 20 matches. They've played two less than Norwich, and they're four points behind. Watford have played 20 matches, two points behind Norwich, two fewer than Norwich, and are two points behind. Folks, it's still looking to me like it's Norwich, Watford, and Newcastle firmly implanted in the relegation zone. Because Burnley, with five games in hand off Newcastle, they are, I mean, look, Burnley are a, a struggling team. There's no doubt about it. But if you look at their record prior to, from the beginning of December on back, They'd only actually lost five matches out of 13. The problem is, is they are a draw specialist. And the number of matches won is a big problem. I mean, the other draw specialists in the league are Newcastle, Southampton, and Brighton. I suppose Palace as well. But that's the problem. So the bottom of the table is as fascinating as the top, as I've said before. I still think Norwich, Watford, Newcastle. I still think they have massive fights. Eddie Howe, Dean Smith. Big, big, big problems. What on earth is going on with Ranieri at Watford? He was brought in to solve the problem and, quite frankly, hasn't had nearly the same effect bringing Ranieri in as, uh, say, Tottenham bringing in Antonio Conte. Since the 20th of November, Watford have lost every single match except for one, and that was a draw. Eight matches. Seven losses, one draw. That is how you find yourself relegated, folks. This from a team that in middle of September was uh, firmly implanted in the middle end of the table. Now it is uh, sitting at the foot. So, three useless teams. Norwich, Watford, Newcastle, Burnley. I think that's a little unfair. They need to get their proverbial poo-poo together. Will they? Probably. Everton, another problem. <laughs> Currently 16th spot. The Rafa Benitez experiment, definitely over with his firing. Who's going to take the helm? They're still waiting to see. What is interesting is that they have just gone to their owner, <clears throat> Farhad Mashiri, and who who has injected a hundred million pounds of fresh capital, taking his stake to ninety four percent, almost the entire club. So if there's ringing the alarm bell at Goodison Park, Mashiri is definitely ringing the alarm bell and doing what good owners should, which is to plow cash into the club. Is Mashiri a good owner? It's really hard for me to tell. 
Is he a bad owner? No. Is he a great owner? No. I, I like the appointment of Benitez. I thought it was a ballsy appointment. It just didn't work. You know, there is a cadre. There are a, or there is a cadre of managers from that era, from the Benitez, Ranieri, Mourinho era, the post-Alex Ferguson era, or the transitional Alex Ferguson era, who were rock stars at the time who are much less that way now. All you have to do is look at the special one who is now, well, let's be honest, not so special. Being linked with the return, to, with, with going to Everton. That's a pretty odd link. Is he running out of time at Roma? Oh, you bet. I mean, at the time, he was seen as the great savior. When he came in, they hadn't won Serie A in 20 years. I mean, this is a side that lost 6-1 to a club called Bodo Glimpt in the Europa, Europa Conference League. And again, Mourinho doing his normal nonsense, saying his players suffered a psychological collapse. I mean, again, Mourinho, sewing problem. And they signed in Roma, too. Matthias Vina, Rui Patricio, Marash Kumbula, Elder Shomorodov, Tammy Abraham. Tammy Abraham! They spent 100 million euros. So, Mourinho to Everton? Is he going to have a better result than Rafa Benitez? Uh, probably not. Who is the right man for Everton? I'd say the guy sitting right now at Derby County, who, by the way, are just being bought by an American consortium. Wayne Rooney, another player, young player manager, a Steven Gerrard type, a Mikel Arteta type, a dare I say it, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer type. Oh, no. Problem is, I don't think, I don't know how bright Wayne Rooney is. I will say this, Arteta, okay, uh, very bright. Steven Jeddad, bright. Patrick Vieira, bright. I just, I don't know, the, the kid that sat in the waiting room at a brothel signing autographs just doesn't strike me as being overly bright. But having said that, I guess we will see. Derby County, would they give him up? Oh, I don't think they'd have a choice. Going back to Everton, the club he came from, um, yeah, I mean, I can definitely see that happening. Is that the right choice? Of course not. No way. Not the right choice. I don't think he's ready. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'll tell you what, I don't know. The jury's out. But if I'm Everton, I'm not appointing Rafa, appointing Rafa Benitez. I'm not appointing Ray, Wayne Rooney. I'm going to look for a steady hand. 
I'm not sure who that is, but we'll figure out. This is World Soccer Radio. I'm Nick Eber coming to you on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Uh, also, Sirius XM, American Forces Network, iHeartRadio, tune in, the award-winning Sirius XM app. Uh, check in with me every Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. Then again, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast. When we get back, I'll give you my premier picks of the weekend, top to bottom. We're presented by betonline.ag. All right, welcome back. World Soccer Radio, Sports Byline Broadcast Network, and Sirius XM, presented by BetOnline.ag. I'm Nick Eber. It is a pleasure and a privilege to be with you today, as I am each and every weekday night, actually, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, and again, midnight Pacific, and 3 a.m. on the East Coast. This is the Friday patented Premier League's pundits, picks, previews, and prognostication show for the Premier League. So let's just not beat around the bush, shall we? Let's dive right in. Let's just get right to it. We had a huge match today, Friday. Norwich putting three goals past Watford, which, you know, honestly, uh, maybe Watford should just uh, give it up after that. <laughs> that certainly should cost the Tinker Man his job. I mean, how can you concede three goals against a team that's only scored, I don't know, how many? 13? Shocking. Anyway, massive result. Big bottom of the table, relegation battle, sort of, because we went through this last segment. Anyway, let's move up. The next one, Everton and Aston Villa. Now, we're just talking about Rafa Benitez getting canned, which he did. Of course, the fans didn't much like Rafa Benitez because he was a successful Liverpool manager, number one. And number two, while he was at Liverpool, he said that Everton was not a big club, which quite honestly is true. Sorry, Jono, I know you're a huge Everton supporter, but that is the fact of the matter. Are they a historical club? Are they a good club? Are they a wonderful club? I guess so. I have nothing really that negative to say about Everton. But are they a quote-unquote big club when you are walking in the shadows of Manchester City, Chelsea, Tottenham, Arsenal, Manchester United, and of course your cross-town rival, cross-park rival, literally Liverpool? No, you're not. So he kind of stated the obvious, but fans hated him for it. Then he got to uh, Goodison Park, and they were waiting to him to fail, and guess what, Everton fans, guess what, my dear Toffees? It was a self-fulfilling prophecy. Everton were awful and find themselves in 16-point table. Now they are hosting at Goodison Park. By the way, who takes over? Big Dunk, Duncan Ferguson, the big, tough guy. Doesn't take any crap from anyone, least of all those whining, sniveling, mamby-pamby Everton players. Right? So now they are playing a resurgent... Aston Villa. 
And who was at the helm of Aston Villa, you might say? Well, a couple of guys are there that you're going to want to love to hate. Of course, Liverpool legend Steven Gerrard and more other Liverpool legend Coutinho. Little Philippe Coutinho. You know Goodison Park is going to be bouncing as if this were a derby. The players are going to get a reaction from give a reaction to Duncan Ferguson because they like their testicles and they would not like them not to be kicked off from between their legs if they put in a Rafa Benitez-style performance. And as for Aston Villa, well, I have thoroughly enjoyed Aston Villa, but, you know, it's been a rough three games. Big 2-2 draw against United, but they lost against Brentford. They lost against Chelsea. Yeah, they beat Norwich, but everyone beats Norwich, and they lost 1-0 in a very good match, I might add, against Liverpool. So, despite the fact that Villa have kind of settled a ship, Gerrard looks like one for the future, I think they go to Goodison and they get beat. So let's take a look at this. Uh, Everton, Aston Villa, currently right now, plus 185 for the Toffees. You're going to have to take that, folks. 185, plus 185 at betonline.ag for uh, the Toffees. Next up, the unluckiest team in the Premier League, Brentford. Love this team. They play with balls. They play with heart. They play like they want to be in the Premier League. And you know what? They're going to stay in the Premier League. But they have a trouble. They have trouble getting results, which isn't isn't a huge uh, issue. They still create chances. It's just not been scoring, and that's always a problem. And then defensively, oops, we're letting in a lot of goals all of a sudden. They are facing off against a Wolverhampton Wanderers team that have gone unbeaten in their last four. Uh, they beat Brighton. They beat uh, Drew Chelsea. They beat Man United. They beat Southampton emphatically. And folks, they will beat Brentford at home. I'm going to predict a 1-0 scoreline. Uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers over Brentford. Wolves plus money. Wow, right now you're getting two great plus money picks. Plus 185 for Everton at Goodison. Plus 157 for Wolverhampton Wanderers at Brentford. Next up, Leeds United against Newcastle. Leeds... Finally finding some form. Back-to-back -back wins in the Prem. They beat Burnley, and they beat West Ham United in a five-goal slugfest. Leeds United doing what we expect from Leeds United, putting goals in the back of the net. More goals in, uh, more goals in Everton, more goals in Norwich, more goals in Watford, more goals in Newcastle, more goals in Burnley. That's what you expect from Leeds United. By the way, uh, more goals in Brentford and Brighton and Wolves. But they're facing a Newcastle team that has trouble scoring goals against anyone. Except they don't have any problems letting goals in. 20 scored, 43 conceded. This is exactly, exactly the match Leeds United wanted. Um, this is going to be a big-time game for Leeds United, and they are going to score goals. Newcastle, boy, they are absolute crap, despite having a little jaunt to Saudi Arabia. I'm going to take Leeds United, minus 105 at home, at least 2-0. Man United, West Ham United is next. Both of these teams, well, United have uh, not lost in the last two. They beat Brentford 3-1. 
uh, that 2-2 against Villa. They lost against Wolves, if you remember. Uh, and they did have that awful draw against uh, uh, Newcastle. United are just not a great team right now. West Ham United, okay, but coming off that loss against Leeds. Folks, up for me, this is a draw at Old Trafford. I'm going to take the draw plus 280 for the draw. Plus 280. This is one of these Champions League races. Uh, it's going So it's going to have that kind of derby-like pressure associated with it. Uh, let's talk about Southampton against Manchester City. Uh, if you remember back in September, Southampton played great when they went to the Etihad. And they did get the point, which was huge. Not one of, one of not many teams, actually two in specifically, to take points off of Manchester City. Or actually, it's not true. Four have taken points. Two have taken a point in a draw. But that was four months ago. This is today. And Manchester City are looking like they have the bit between their teeth. They have won every match except for one since the middle of October. That's 14 matches, 13 wins, one loss. It isn't going to change here. You're going to have to take Manchester City away at St. Mary's, minus 360. Probably not the worst odds there, by the way. Arsenal, Burnley. Let's talk about a team that is all over the place. Arsenal, losing to City 2-1. Losing to Liverpool for the semifinals in the semifinals of the Carabao Cup in the midweek. Uh, other than that, a nice little run in the Prem that saw them really move up positions. They went from, uh, they moved all the way up from, uh, well, seventh in the table up to sixth. <laughs> but they were up to fourth until they lost against Manchester City. But they put together a four-win win streak with wins against Southampton, West Ham, Leeds United, and Norwich. The problem is all of those teams are rubbish with the exception of West Ham. So that is why they are going to win against Burnley because Burnley are rubbish. So I'm going to take Arsenal, minus 280. At home against Burnley. Only four minutes left, folks. I have to fly here. Crystal Palace at Liverpool. Excuse me. Liverpool at Selhurst Park. Got that one wrong. Liverpool coming off that huge cup game. Of Obviously, they still got players, important players, out for the African Cup of Nations. Salah and Mane. Diogo Jota showing why he is a world-class striker. Defensively, they're still good. Crystal Palace defensively are very good, though. The question is, will Liverpool have what they need to break down Crystal Palace? The answer is yes. I'm going to take Liverpool minus 175 at Selhurst Park. Uh, odds makers would seem to agree with me there. Uh, Liverpool, I also can't, cannot afford two drop points. Leicester City is up next. Brighton visiting Leicester at the King Power Stadium. Leicester City no, favorites by not much, by the, by the way. This is a ninth and tenth place battle, although Leicester City have three games in hand on uh, Brighton. Brighton have been on an absolute tear recently. 
Since the middle of November, they have lost only one match. Now, they've had a lot of draws, I agree. They've had wins against Brentford, wins against Everton, and now they face Leicester City, who have had probably the most roller coaster ride in the Prem I can think of. Leicester City coming off a 3-2 loss at home against Tottenham, which was a great match, by the way, on Wednesday. They won over the weekend uh, 1-0 against Liverpool, uh, but that was the last game was end of the year. They lost over Liverpool. They beat Liverpool 1-0. Um, who's going to win this match? I think Leicester City are actually going to edge Brighton. And I'm going to take Leicester City minus one, plus 160. Odds makers favorites. There you go. The final game of the weekend, the big one, the big kahuna. It is a London derby. It is Chelsea versus Tottenham. Chelsea complaining, bitching, and moaning about their schedule. Thomas Tuchel telling his players they got to screw their head on straight and get with the program. Uh, Chelsea are not in great form. I will say that I think Tottenham are in cracking form. Tottenham Hotspur under Conte have not lost a single match. In fact, they haven't lost a match since the end of October. Antonio Conte is the real deal. Chelsea under Tuchel since uh, December have been kind of all over the place. Only two wins since the beginning of December. That is not good. They have fallen off the top spot. They have fallen on some tough times. This is a big battle. Chelsea buoyed by making their way to the finals of the Carabao Cup where they'll play Liverpool. It's Conte versus Tuchel. I'm going with a draw. Plus 310. I'm taking the draw. Plus 310. All right, folks. Those are my Premier League picks. When we come back after break, I will recap with them with you, just in case you missed any of them. Just a reminder, head over to betonline.ag. Be sure to put your bets in. Be smart, though. I love to bet on sports, but I bet re- I, you know, I bet a few bucks here and there. I have a great time with it. It's lots of fun, and it's, it's a recreation, not a lifestyle. All right, I'll be right back after this. and drugs and rock and roll is all my brain and body need okay, well, I, I absolutely pick the positively worst time roll. on the planet to invest in cryptocurrency <laughs> November at the height oh my god I'd have done better by ripping up bills and setting them on fire welcome back World Soccer Radio I'm Nick Eber with you here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. Let's get to the Premier League matches. These are my picks for the weekend. We are presented to you by betonline.ag. Goodison Park, I'm saying Everton will beat Aston Villa. Huge match, by the way. Duncan Ferguson facing off against Steven Gerrard. Everton plus 185, delicious, yummy, plus money. Brentford Wolves take Wolverhampton Wanderers plus 157. At Ellen Road, Leeds United will host the lackluster Newcastle. Take a Leeds United minus 105. Uh, at Old Trafford, Manchester United, West Ham in what is a big match with all sorts of potential European implications, maybe. I'm saying a draw, plus 280. St. Mary's, Manchester City will go to Southampton and win, I'm predicting, at minus 360. At the Emirates, 
Arsenal will host Burnley. And they will win. Minus 280. Crystal Palace hosting Liverpool at Selhurst Park. I am saying you will take Liverpool at minus 175. By the way, great odds there for Liverpool. Leicester City, Brighton. You have to go with Brendan Rodgers at the KP, plus 160. And finally, the big London derby, Chelsea Tottenham. I'm saying a draw at plus 310. And Conte's unbeaten streak will continue. All right, folks, those are my picks. I will be back on the air with you on Monday. In the meantime, find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, or, or find me on Facebook, at World Soccer Radio. Enjoy the football. Let's chat on Monday. We'll see how I did. In the meantime, stay safe. Get some rest. Have a nice weekend. Just great matches on the telly. It doesn't get any better than that. I want to thank everyone at Sports Byline and SiriusXM. And, of course, BetOnline.ag. I'll check you on Monday. Cheers. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.